0: What's up, everyone? It's the Alter State Podcast. It's episode 90, man.
1: 90, the O'Reilly episode. There you go.
0: I knew we'd have one right away for that.
1: After that tasty, tasty overtime winner that he scored last night. That was pretty sweet. That was as sick of a goal as I've seen the blues score this year. Like it was much needed too. That was yeah. that's a that shit's gonna go on a on a countdown for this year at the NHL level. I would like, agree. That kind of wraparound and tight angle, backhand that high, like that was pretty fucking filthy. It's good to watch. It's fun that, to watch. It's fun yeah. to watch. All of a sudden, the Blues are fun to watch. All a, yeah, no kidding. Speaking no of which, did you watch the game Wednesday night? Did Did you hear up his ass a bunch that that my buddy Steve was I screaming? I didn't watch
0: it Wednesday night. No, mm. no, I meant to. I apologize. I did not watch it Wednesday night. Oh man, I knew you guys were there. Yeah, it was Enjoying fun it. To, yes. to
1: actually experience a live event again. Yeah, dude. So this was the sec twice this week. Wednesday went to the hockey game. And I'm not gonna lie to you, I got a little misty eyed there. Sure. I got a little bit like I mean, everyone knows I'm a weepy son of a bitch. But like I got a little misty eyed being at that game. Um and then similarly, Friday night, uh Libby and I took the girls to Nine Mile Garden. Okay. It's an Afton. It's a it's like a food truck. Oh, sure. Roundup type yeah, yeah. deal. Sure. And they have like sure. a stage for music. Yeah. It was just a big outdoor. I don't, I don't even want to call it amphitheater. It's just like a fucking outdoor space. Right. And they have food trucks every day. It's kind of cool. And we showed up. And you know, it was Friday night. So this Friday it was like 80 degrees and sunny. Place was fucking jam packed. Sure. And being there for even for a minute was just like, oh, whoa. Like this is this is life again starting to feel real. like all right like Libby and I are vaccinated and everyone's wearing masks like I don't feel like it was irresponsible but it was also like it was weird how quickly I went from like wow man we get to gather again to like fuck man I don't want to wait in this line right or like I don't want to look for a table to sit at like (laughs) like, so quickly I shifted from like Oh my God! It's back to ah oh fuck! I gotta it's wait back. It. Yeah. Yep. It's like being at the goddamn VP fair all like, over. Oh, again. it's back for everybody. Yeah. Not just
0: me. Right. Like, God damn where it.
1: am I gonna go sit to eat this fucking <laughs> this goddamn food truck taco? You know, I get these sloppy delicious food truck tacos. I'm gonna go sit on a fucking hill and half a block away. God no. Right. What do they expect? Right.
0: Terrible. What what happened to a world? Why is there not a throne? Right. Made. Why for can't you? I go to
1: places? <laughs> That have only the amount of people that I want, and there's right. six feet between me and all of them, right. and we, a definite table that I can sit at. And
0: we all have a chair.
1: What That's the right. fuck, That's man? Right. That's right. And I'm like a real, it's, it's right back to real life, and I'm already yelling at everyone to get the fuck off That's my lawn right. for it. That's right. How, how quickly we turn. But it, it was tight, man. It was twice this week that I was just like, whoa. And like I, I went to go work a couple days at the new gig that I'm going to start in June. And again, it was just like being in an office building and like everyone is sitting at their desk and it's just a regular environment. And I have been in anything but a regular environment. You know, my school just came back and there's only like six kids in every classroom. Like I haven't seen the real fucking world in a year. Right. Speaking of the real world and
0: everything opening back up. Movies has sold out. Oh man.
1: Sold out. Yeah, we are. Thank you, people. Yes, man. St. Louis, uh, for the record, um, to my knowledge, and I need to double check this with our with our rep, is the fastest to sell out to date. Um, we sold out in three days. Mm-hmm. We sold out twelve days worth of reservations in three days. That's right. That's right. Um our our VIP pre sale, like the the email signups, was second only to Red Bank, New Jersey. Like it's not a bad second place. Saint Louis, you did me fucking proud. Damn right. Like Damn holy right. holy shit, man. It's it, right. it feels cool to uh to be able to represent like that. And because of that we are definitely adding more dates. Yes. Um I believe there will be a phone call tomorrow afternoon to, to confirm that, but um, if you are still looking for tickets, we should be having some available for some additional dates uh coming soon. Also, I know there's uh been been some announcements of we've got uh, a collab with Modern Brewery. Yep. Well, it's Modern Brewery and Second Shift. Yes. working together uh, to give us a movies IPA that is going to be sick. Excited for that? Um We've also got a CBD seltzer coming, and now I need to double check. I forget who that, that, that collab is I know with. So I'm, I'm getting on my, I'm doing that thing that no one should ever do on on the air, which is just scroll through text messages, because I know you're all thrilled for that uh, son of a bitch. Terrible. I have too many messages here. Terrible, terrible. So, yeah, we do have a CBD seltzer coming, though, um, that that looks super, super cool um, and is going to be very, very tasty. And here we go. Uh, yeah, uh, Mighty Kind is our, yes, okay. is our collab yes. for the CBD seltzer. It is a mango violet seltzer, uh, so going to be extra refreshing for those hot days, so make sure you want to get yourself a little... Uh, a little six-pack of that for while you're hanging out, not during movies hours. That's right. That's um right. But yeah, all, everything's kind of coming together. We just picked up all of the printing, all the printed assets. I've been kind of working on that for the last couple of days um, and should have all of the pieces to really... I'm, I'm excited for you to see the space as we've had it planned. It's going to be a great time. This, this whole week... It's going to be fun. ...has really been about... Um, Planning the build-out and putting the assets together to really uh, really transform Good Buddies. Yes. And after having sent... a I I sent a bunch of stuff off to the printer and got some of the pieces back already. Um, it's going to look so fucking cool. Like, uh, I cannot wait for for all of you guys to see this space. Um, I don't know next week, me and Brandon and the Good Buddies dudes are going to be uh, doing the build-out on... Sunday, Monday. Uh oh, someone doesn't like that. I think it's John. I think it's John. Uh, of, course. of course, it's John. Um, so we're going to be doing the build out Sunday and Monday, and ruining. Eh, golly, there we go. Sorry, this is just. Eh. You know, we're seven minutes in, and this has just been really strong eh. radio. You know what? If
0: they've listened this far, we've got the download
1: count. <laughs> Appreciate you hanging in longer. Um, but yeah, we're gonna be doing the build out next week, so we will certainly be be sharing some some images on Instagram and Facebook. Yep. Uh, yep. We are going to do next week's show from the movies. Damn right. On Monday um, is the plan. So uh, podcast from movies. Yeah, man, it's gonna it's be pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It's gonna be really fun. So yep. get all geared up for the uh, the grand opening Wednesday, the twenty first. Um, Is going to be big, and there's still some more stuff kind of that we haven't been able to announce yet. That's right. That's going to be rolling out uh, over the course of the pop-up, and as as it gets closer, even still. So uh, we are not done yet. That's right. That's um, right. Yeah. So stay on the mailing
0: list. Pay attention. Uh, yeah. There's still going to be more stuff coming.
1: Yeah, and it's it's all it's all good. It's all good. It's all as, it's, as, it's all as good say. as a, as a Ryan O'Reilly backhand to win in overtime pretty good which is pretty that's pretty good pretty
0: pretty okay yeah i'll take it so on on to normal business indeed little falcon winter soldier episode four god dude should we just dive right into that one? dude
1: this show i I keep thinking that i'm not gonna like it that much and i just keep liking it more i'm digging it too it's still not wandavision no of course not um you know i wandavision which i
0: don't which i love but i don't want to see again you know, right. I, mean? I wouldn't want a repeat I, of the same Yeah, ideas, yeah. So yeah,
1: I am I I don't mean that I that it's not the same yeah. content. I mean that right. I don't like it as much as WandaVision. Right. But again, I'm kind of in the bag for WandaVision. That's my kind of kind of story. I don't expect to love this as much. But boy do I love it for what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Like dude, I just how last episode where it ended with us seeing the Door of Elijah for the first time, which like Somehow I wasn't expecting, but I should have been. Like, like, as soon as she showed up, it was like, oh, of sure. course, yeah, yeah. obviously. Yeah. But it still was like very fucking cool. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, it's you know, and I think this episode, you know, you delved a little deeper into the backstory of the bad guys. Maybe they're not so bad, mm-hmm. you know. So I, it's, it's. Um, it's given us another layer of story. I thought that episode was great about layering on more story. For, for sure. Making it a little deeper. Um you know, and that's gonna put the perception obviously is gonna be that the current Captain America is the good guy. But obviously not we're anymore. gonna know he's not really the good guy. Not anymore. Well that's true, yeah. And not for that 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 ending, uh that ending kind of put the kibosh yeah. on
1: that. I think that this episode, what it's... It's like watching the boys there. Right. <laughs> well, what the strength of this episode was, it was like we've... And I think I've been waiting for it. it. You know, it's not like this hasn't been pretty easy to forecast. But we got the bait early. I've just been waiting for the switch. Sure. You know, and this was... um, This was that. Right. This was coming into it... It, it's pretty obvious that John Walker's going to be the villain, right? Right. Um, so you know, in the beginning, when they set up Flag Smashers, you know they're not going to be the true villain here, right? Right. Like that's just not um, that's that's not the story they're telling, um, and that was going to be obvious. So it was like just waiting for that turn. Even though we knew it was coming was still just fucking delicious, yep, man. Yep. Like so well done. And I love that they have created a really sympathetic storyline with the flag smashers. Like and I, I don't think they make it out of this alive. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's I don't think there's a future for that organization in the MCU. Um I think ultimately we are setting up for a cinematic use of John Walker and use of uh power broker. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I, I'm for that. Yeah, me too. But like, I, I also think we got a really nice, uh, I think we got more Easter eggs of Sharon Carter being power broker. Sure. that When she specifically says he's upset or he was pissed off. Yeah. Or whatever.
0: Like, yeah. That's obviously a, yeah, that, red herring that's a misdirect. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I I thought it was a great episode. I mean, even stuff with uh, I like what they're doing with um, I keep wanting to say Winter Soldier over and over again, but Bucky, you know. Yeah. I you know obviously his story is very detailed and sad, and you know most of it, but apparently you don't. Right. You know what I mean? There's whole, there's, of course, there's ninety years worth of stuff that he did that, you know, we know like ten things.
1: Well, and like I guess what I keep thinking about now is I I love
0: which I really dug that scene. Like the flashback scene when he's in Wakanda yeah. fighting the the um,
1: programming or whatever, uh-huh. awesome scene. Awesome also scene. cool when the fucking Dora Milaje deactivated his arm. Yeah, like, yeah, that was pretty bad. That was such a sick like yeah. fucking
0: Vulcan nerve pinch yeah. moment
1: of like, oh shit.
0: And I love you know, you're did, fucked. Did you know they could do that? And then like the pause as he connects it back on. Yeah. No, nope. didn't know they That it was fucking great. fucking great. Yeah.
1: Like what I keep thinking about now though, and I guess I wish I didn't know this. But knowing that it's only six episodes, mm-hmm. I don't know, I, I don't know what I'm going to get payoff for and what is setting up for a future. Because, like, I, I think they they set up enough stuff that it's clear they're not going to deliver on all of them right now. Mm-hmm. And because it is a, you know, it's all serialized, whether it be in future movies or in future TV products, that I don't. I don't fear we're going to get like a like a lost situation where none of it's tied up. Yeah. But I do I am interested to see what gets tied up in two episodes, you know. Like I I do think you have to I think you have to close the book on the flag smashers. I think that's for sure part of it. Mm-hmm. Um I think I I think you have to close the book on either John Walker, or power broker, or Zemo. Okay. Like I think you can only have two of those as open threads going into your next movie. Okay. I don't know which one I want closed or not. Okay. Um, and I think you closing have... closing one opens others, though. Correct. Certainly. So I mean, okay. Certainly, but I, I like I think coming out of it, when I think of like the big, the big takeaways from this, we've got. Zemo is a legitimate villain. We've got Power Broker as a legitimate villain. We're going to have U.S. Agent as a legitimate villain. Um, We've got the Isaiah Bradley storyline that needs to be paid off somewhere. And we've got Flag Smasher. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a lot there. And I don't think it can all be... I I, I think it's unreasonable... To say it's all set up for something in the future, I think you have to close the book. Those are five storylines. You have to close the book on two of them. Yeah, yeah. To make it a satisfying ending.
0: But I think you can do that easily. Like Flag Smashers, easily to wrap up. I mean, you know, they can either be killed or sacrifice themselves, or you know, I, those. I, I
1: think it's going to end with uh, Carly sacrificing herself for the greater. Death. I would agree. Too. I think there's going to yeah. be a a redemption piece. I agree. Right for her that ends in her death. Right. But there's also part of me that's like, I think I think they could be setting up in kind of a cool way her as the only person that actually deserves the super soldier serum. Yeah. And because, first of all, that actress is fucking great. Because there was never, and, a, never another Steve Rogers. Right. Yeah. Well, not only is that, and that actress, she's a great performer, and she's fucking young. Yeah. So there's part of me that thinks like... Well, do you keep her alive? Because she? that could be a really interesting piece in future yeah. projects. Sure, yeah. Like, I I just like her a lot as a performer. Yeah. And I like that character more and more every day. Yeah. Um, And then I think the same thing with U.S. Agent. Like, I love to hate him. Sure. So I don't know if I want the book closed on him. Right. Like, I want him defeated. But I think he's going to be a... Really cool villain in I,
0: the future. I think he'll be around for a little while longer. Um, yeah, I mean, I think he's one of those, especially in this type of Marvel show movie that's grounded in Earth. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a very easily
1: accessible, hateable villain that right. can fit into lots of different scenarios. I, I could see it working like <clears throat> the same reason at the end of Civil War they didn't kill Zemo. Sure. It was easy to put him right. on ice. Right, right. And bring him back out here right. five right. years later when it's like, or, oh fuck yeah, right. man!
0: Or what's what's dude uh, Ulysses? What's his name with the who stole the? Um, oh, Ulysses Clown? Clown, yeah. I mean, they kept him around for just because he's an easily accessible yeah. villain
1: who can do some crazy stuff. Until now and Killmonger and then. just straight and then Killmonger murdered him, murder. which was yeah. fucking yeah. tight, right? Right. Oh, I was that was one of my favorite moments of Black Panther <clears throat> because that was such a surprise to me. To be that early in the movie and just watch that villain who, again, like you said, they'd kept around through a couple of movies. Right. And, like, he's such a great performer and he's such a good secondary villain that could fill a lot of plot holes. Like, I I didn't think for a second that he was going to die in no, that he's movie. No, a, he's a perfect first act villain. Right. You know what I mean? He's exactly. He's four, so. And I think he'd be a perfect first act villain in a number of what you know, totally, in a number right. of properties right. that I could, I totally did. I didn't expect him to be like... I expected Killmonger to dispose of him in some way right. and move on. I right. did not expect him to just fucking right. blast him. Right.
0: Like, like, oh, shit. Like, with, with U.S. Agent, to me, going forward, he would be a perfect henchman for the big bad. You know what I mean? Like, he's yeah. whoever's... That's who he sent in first. And that's who you fight first to get to Mike Tyson and Punch-Out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that kind of shit. Sure, 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 so, sure. I just don't see him as especially if you're doing a big movie. To me, he US Agent is not your overarching. Right. Villain. He's a, he's a great villain for a TV show. Right. Exactly. <laughs> And I think he's a great. And I think this will be basically his origin story. Obviously, oh, obviously for sure. he's gonna inject himself, or he's gonna fall on his fucking
1: pocket, get the serum type thing. You know, oh, that's one what of those he moves. So. He got he got the fucking serum. He, he right. gave himself the fucking serum. Did man. he give himself the serum? Yeah, that's how he had the super soldier strength at the end. That's why he was bleeding out the ear and shit. Oh, that's right. When he entered that. in there and that's Lamar right. was missing, that's right. They didn't show him fucking shoot
0: himself up. But right. that's right. That's right. Like, see, and I always it was under the impression we were gonna find out that he had already had it. You know what I mean? Uh, On some level, or he was the child of one of them type thing, just because there was no, nah, I, you know, I don't know. I, don't I know.
1: loved it how they did, it. but I, what I'm interested in, is because he was like, always
0: just so arrogant already, right? You know,
1: but I also think like, I think to to a lot of degrees, even though like I love to hate him, I think he is a sympathetic villain. I would agree with that, and actually. that I do think he is. I mean, clearly, he is a well-intentioned person mm-hmm. who throughout his career has been really decorated and done the right thing, mm-hmm. right? Um I think he was put in a position where like no one can take up that mantle and the first person who did was going to be in this right right actionable position um I think he's like his arrogance has clearly been his downfall and that's why you love to hate him where it's like no motherfucker like these guys have been in the shit you got to you got to be a good enough leader to trust them but like showing him being overwhelmed and overworked and overtired and making these moves out of desperation is really um is really a cool thing to to create him as a at least semi sympathetic character sure yeah um So what I'm interested to see is like, clearly between the super soldier serum and watching Lamar's death, he goes over the deep end. Sure. Right. And now he knows the whole world was watching and he's recorded. What I'm interested to see is like, does he lean into that or does he show remorse and does he get some version of a redemption in this show? I don't think so.
0: I think that's why they purposely said in that conversation he had before he died, the serum brings out the best in you. Yeah. Or what's already in you. I'm paraphrasing, obviously. Um, And that's why there's never been another Steve Rogers. Right. And I think that was said for a reason. Obviously, this is going to bring out the the worst in him even more so. I think he takes it
1: over the top. Totally, totally. All right, we're going to take a super quick break because this mic's really bugging me and I want to try to address it before we move on. All right. Sorry about that. Probably, had, to, had to jump back in because this finished. mic has just been a real, a real beehole. But hopefully, it'll be good. Maybe now. it's just the shit you're spewing into it. Oh, no. Because Falcon and Winter Soldier, it's for real. It's been, uh, or going, so John Walker, that's where we yes. were. Yes. Yes. I think you're right. With, you know, all the talk of, you know, this power corrupts and um, us seeing what it's doing to both Carly and to John is very, very intentional. Mm-hmm. But I do also think that John as a character clearly for the first you know 30 some odd years of his life has redeeming qualities. So I'm not gonna say I think he's gonna become redeemed to being a hero by the end of this, but perhaps more of an anti-hero. Okay. okay. Not necessarily a true villain. Sure. Because I do I, I, do think with the exception of him dying or him being put in some sort of stasis, you're not getting rid of him. Because he's a super soldier now. Right. You can't put him in jail. Right. Um. You know, you've got to either kill him or put him on ice. Right. I am interested. Or if he serves some sort of redemption... And even if that redemption is just him turning himself in and allowing himself to be contained. Sure. E- that alone is a redemption piece. The Bucky move? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. It, he could he could take the Bucky move. Yeah, yeah. I could see it. I could see it. Um, and never get the same true redemption. Like, I don't think there's ever a situation in which we see him as a hero. Right. But I do see he could come back in a way as... Zemo has in this, where he's working with or, the heroes. Yeah. He's not really a villain. Yeah, but you also can tell he's totally out for himself. But and then he also got, straight murders the guy. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. he's got his own agenda. Right. And he is he is, as Bucky wants to keep saying, a means to an end. Right. I could see John Walker becoming a means to an end. Yep. Yep. Speaking of how badass was that scene with the
0: Wakanda. Uh, Dora Milaje. Oh my god, those those chicks are bad.
1: Fucking insane. Dude, when she fires the spear and it goes through the handles of the shield and traps into the table, like, that was so sick. Yep. Yep. And again, I feel like every episode, you know, or four episodes in, each one has had a legit action sequence. Oh, big time. Yeah. That's like, that shit was expensive to make. Yep. Even though there wasn't, like, the big plane explosion, fighty-fighty, like, the kind of choreography that needs to go into making that just time-wise. That's an expensive fight scene because there's no way, like, you have to spend two weeks choreographing that and you have to spend a day, maybe two full days of shooting to capture that. Probably, sure. Yeah. Like, you're, that's an expensive scene just yeah. on time alone. Yep. Not on special effects or anything like that. Like, so to see Marvel just continue to be like, yeah, man, we'll spend the money on this. We believe in this like we do a fucking movie. Right. Is really
0: cool. So with this, like you said, six episodes. we got two more left. Mm-hmm. Is this just leading us to the next show, movie, whatever? Or is this going to open something up for one of these two main
1: characters to do their own thing? Where, where do you think we're going? Where are we going with this? That's a great question. It's because cool. I, I think that's the weird thing that we get into. Is like, coming into WandaVision, we all knew it was essentially just set up for Dr. Strange. So it was okay for it to like, it had to give us a consolidated story, which it did, but it also didn't have to have complete closure because we know exactly what it's leading into. And we know the time frame of that thing. Sure. We know Dr. Strange multiverse of madness is coming out. We know Wanda is a main character in it. We know it is February of 2022. Okay, cool. Like, it, it's not a stretch for me to be like, oh, fuck, this didn't have... Conc-. You know, like, I, I, I get it. Yeah. We don't have anything on the books that is a legitimate Earth-based MCU project mm-hmm. right now. Like, I, I guess we have Black Panther 2, but that's not till, what, May of 2022? Something like that, sure. And I don't... I don't think this can be... Set up for that in as much as, you know, tragically we lost Chadwick Boseman. Mm-hmm. And Black Panther 2 was already essentially written. Right, They have to rewrite the entire thing. So I don't think you can shoehorn in storylines out of this. Organically, as maybe you could have with the original script. Now, maybe I'm fucking wrong. Okay. I mean, saying, sure. Ryan Coogler's just fucking of great. The, just right. There's already a Wakanda connection, and right, right. Ryan Coogler's greatest fucking job. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, there is the Wakanda connection here. And again, there's just that. Which wouldn't you watch that if I was like a crime show in the '80s? <laughs> the Wakanda, Wakanda connection? connection. I like that show. Um, yeah. yeah, I. I think Well, not only is there the the Wakanda connection, but there is also. Um, there's the fact that that is legitimately the only Earth-based, human-based property right. that Marvel has announced. I think. Right, Spider-Man. Like, but Spider-Man is the uh, multiverse, probably. Yeah, so, it's yeah. all they. Yeah. It's all multiverse is what yeah. they're talking yeah. with Spider-Man. Where's Thor gonna be? Uh, Love and Thunder. That should'll be Asgard. That should'll be but, space for think,
0: sure. Well, but Asgard's in fucking New Zealand now or something, isn't it?
1: I guess that's true. I guess I I think of it all as more magical. I do too. I do too. With the exception of Black Panther. Yeah. And, and, you know, maybe I'm wrong. And, like, we also know that for Marvel, they have all these other release dates. There could be plenty of shit they haven't announced yet that they were waiting until this is over to announce. Like, you know, maybe there is a fucking Captain America movie starring Sebastian Stan coming out in 18 months. And they're going to announce it in three weeks. Right. Maybe. It's possible. But like it feels to me like I need I need more closure on this than I needed on WandaVision. I would agree. Just because it's more of a with one I don't want to say you know how
0: it's gonna end with Wanda WandaVision, but you know it's gonna end badly. You know right. You, you basically know how it's gonna end. I mean, you know Vision's fucking dead. Right. You know what I'm saying? So and, it's not like Well, and
1: you just you know that it is building Wanda as a as an anti hero for right. For uh Doctor Strange 2. Right. Like that that much was known. Right. So if you know where the story's going, you can you can ignore or forgive oversights or unfollowed threads because you just know where they're headed. Sure. Now, maybe they say, you know, if, if they announce after this, hey, we're already gonna be in production on Falcon and Winter Soldier season two. Like you don't have to make another movie. If, sure. if there's another season of this, right. which I think they easily fucking could be, that's more where I
0: lean is that this is going to end with just it, it's not going to lead towards a you know a Doctor Strange or something like that. It'll lead towards more another of one of these. Yes, which I'm I think is
1: great. I think you should totally. do that. I I think that's the right thing to do with these characters. Sure, because I think I I think both Bucky and Sam are interesting. Mm-hmm. But I don't think, I'm trying to think of how I want to say this. I think they are more interesting in a long form than they are in a, in a movie. Okay, I can see that. I like, I, I think to let them breathe in a movie, you essentially are just going to, it feels like you'd be retreading just making the Captain America movies again. Right. You know, like, I, right. I, I don't think their paths are different enough from Steve's to carry a movie. Well, and. What you like about
0: them, what I like about them, is you know the buddy cop aspect, the way they play off each other, totally. and to get that they got to chew up some scenery for a little while. Oh yeah, and you don't get that in an Avengers movie with these two characters. Right, they get a scene in a bug. That's right. what they get, and you loved it, right? But that's all you got really of these guys being these guys, right? Um, I sounded very <laughs> East Coast there. These guys being these guys, I don't. Anyways, yeah. So you know the fact what you love about these guys, um. Takes time to develop, and you only get that in this form of storytelling. Well, I I think with with
1: these characters, even I said just these the, a lot. the the ability to humanize Sam by using his family, and to humanize Bucky by using his PTSD. Right. Which also we still need some res- resolution on him and the that old Asian guy. guy or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um. Hmm. And and you don't get you don't get to those parts. Could that lead into in a kung two fu hour movie. anyway? I don't know anything about that kung fu, uh, Shang Chi, Shang Chi movie. I don't know. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm real ignorant to Shang. chi no,
0: Okay, me too. I didn't want to assume or presume to know anything about it and act like, yeah. oh, but maybe Bucky.
1: Anyway, fuck but like I I I think um, those things that make those characters deeper and more interesting, you don't get in a in a film. Sure. Like like the the moment that I keep falling back to is that you know like when they are at least in any film that they're going to be because any film they're in
0: is going to be an avengers a group film they're not going to do a winter soldier film just right. bucky you know what I, mean? right. I guess they did you know whatever but you know what i'm saying just not gonna do a falcon
1: film well i i think for example one of the the best moments to me so far one of the one of the most earned moments in this show was when they were in the the interrogation room and and bucky says What if Steve was wrong about you? And if he was wrong about you, then he was wrong about me. That's a powerful moment. In a two-hour movie, if you don't earn that scene, that becomes really cheesy dialogue. Totally. You know, like, that moment hits because you had to see the struggle that they were both in to make that not cheesy. But if that's... If you don't get any of the other stuff and you just get that piece of dialogue it's kind of fucking cheap. Like, like it it needs to be earned. And because it was earned, that was a deep fucking moment. Yeah. Um, and you don't, that doesn't happen in a movie. Agreed. You know, like you don't, you might get that scene in a movie, but you're not going to love it. Right. You know, it's the same thing in, in WandaVision. You know, the, uh, you know, the, what is grief if not love persisting? Yes. Yes. Or love persevering. Yeah. Yeah. You might get that in a movie, and you, you see that in a movie, or you hear that in a movie, and you're like, wow, that's a cool line. But because of how it was earned in that show, that shit made me weep. Totally, totally. You know, and like, that's the power of the long form right. from this, you right. know? Right, right. Um, and I think it serves these characters better. You know, like you're, and as much as I love Wanda... She's not a tentpole character. We're not going to get a Scarlet Witch movie. Exactly, right, right. You know? But giving her this room to breathe made such a wonderful fucking piece of storytelling. Right. Same thing with Vision. right? And I think that's what they're doing with all of these characters, you know? Like, they're, they're taking the characters that probably don't have the ability... Or, let me rephrase this. The characters have the ability... The writers don't have the ability to write for these characters in a way that carries a tentpole movie. That's fair.
0: yeah.
1: Um, and I think having the awareness among your staff and your creative to, to know what the limits are, that is a real fucking strength of Marvel. Great. You know, it's not just that they are doing things well. It's that I think they fundamentally understand the boundaries... Of all of their characters. And their creators. um, You know like. Which is something that clearly. Lucasfilm struggled with. Yeah. Because again you can look back at. The sequel trilogy with all of its flaws. Um, There are. Things there that work. And if they understood. The limitations of any of those characters. Then they could have repackaged it. In a way, without without completely restructuring what happened, I think they could have made it a million times better if they just had a little bit more awareness of what their characters were capable of. Yeah, that's fair. And that's a real strength with Marvel. All across the board, they keep understanding <clears throat> right. what they can and cannot do with any given character. You know, it would be real easy at this point in the game... To give Bucky or Sam a movie. Yeah. They, they've been a part of this for almost from the beginning. Right, They've been beloved characters. They've done very well. It'd be really easy to say like, yeah man, that's two movies in the bag that we can just put on and we can make and it'll be cool. Right. But they understood that they're not going where the puck is. They're going where the puck is headed. And that, you know... That type of instinct is fucking chef's kiss, man. It's like, like it's a quality sports analogy right there. Hey, I appreciate you know, that. It's appreciate Wayne Gretzky.
0: That. I uh, <clears throat> one last thing we need, I think that they need to answer on the on Falcon Winter Soldier is: Does Sam get the loan? <laughs> Sam doesn't need the I, loan. I mean, all this. I mean, does he get the loan in the end? I mean, isn't that what he was fighting for? No man, Zemo pays for it. I know that's what to, it's going to be. Something in in the end, like that, right? Z-
1: there's going to be a check from Helmet Zemo. Right. That's right. He he's going to be in the wind. Yep. But he's going to be like, you know what? He's going to own that shrimp and boat. Yep. He's yep. going to say, "I appreciate you. Yeah. Thanks. Yep. Thanks for breaking me out. Here's some fucking lira. That's right. Some lira. Take, take care of it." And you're gonna and you're gonna be left with or his sister just called like, Zemo's not that bad of right. a guy. I, I, I called the bank and I checked. If I take you off of it, I'm good. Right. I don't know why hey, uh, you uh, yeah. You know, it turns out, uh, <laughs> it turns out never having an income since you were discharged from the military a decade ago yeah. is actually really hurting my fucking credit, That's Sam. That's right. That's right. So why don't you fuck off for a minute? Not to mention you were. I, I have a, a business that I can leverage yeah. this loan against. You have jack shit.
0: That's right. And and you were, right.
1: You were a fugitive from the law, Sam. Yeah. You have a really expensive piece of military equipment that you don't seem interested in giving That's back. Right. Jeez. Oh, you want to help me get a loan? How about you fucking sell that $7 yeah. million That's wing right. pack That's right. and come work on my goddamn boat, or Sam? I should have
0: just sold the Red Hawk, Red Bird, whatever the <laughs> red fucking sidekick thing that blew up was. I'm sure you get a buck or two off that, right? Yeah. Jeez. is not thinking ahead. What? He's selfish, really. That's why he needs cap. That's why he Clearly. needs clear he, he needs someone to help him out. Clearly. He is the ultimate wingman for lack of a better phrase. <laughs> That's right. We're going to end we're going to take a break on that real quick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey man, it's me, Kevin Smith. Check out alteredstatecomics.com right now. I will wait. But while I'm waiting, I'm going to also tell you go check out the Altered State podcast, man. They come straight out of St. Louis, Brandon and John, and they are there for all Your pop culture needs. They're very orally accented, is what I'm saying, ladies. And dudes. So, there you go, man. Alteredstatecomics.com. It's right there in the name. And we're back. All right.
0: I was going to throw this in there at the end. It's a quick little Marvel thing I saw. Okay. It's more than just a rumor, because multiple sources have reported this. We've talked about it. We kind of figured it would happen. But they're not confirming... But Tony Stark is coming back as AI. Really? Yeah. Yeah. They didn't say when, where, but they, basically, it's in the it's pl- it's part of the the plan.
1: That disappoints me a little bit.
0: Yeah, I figured it would. I knew it would. That's why I brought it up second.
1: I mean, it it, 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 it disappoints <laughs> me a little bit, but again, like I have I have complete faith in Marvel Studios. Yeah. That, e- with with any given misstep, it's always been for the greater good, so I'm always going to give him the benefit of the doubt, Yeah, but I just, I feel like it really benefits us to to miss him for a while. I would agree. You yeah. know, like, yeah. I, I don't think, I don't think his death should be the end, mm-hmm. but I think it would, it would just cheapen it a little bit if he was back this soon. Like, I, I think, I think it's Tony Stark. I mean, for all I know, this you, could be the next stage. You know, right.
0: But... Which could be five years down the road. I do not know timetable or anything. I like
1: think that. any version of Tony Stark you get back, you need to wait at absolute minimum five years. I think. Yeah, that's, yeah. I think. Yeah. And then you know, like ten years, I'd even be happier with. <laughs> well, it's not like get crazy. I mean, but I,
0: some well, of us are older. We need things to happen soon.
1: <laughs> well, I I just think you have enough. I think there is a rich enough well, a deep enough well, <laughs> to do really wonderful things on their own to go back to the nostalgia tour already. I, like I that, the, that's yeah. my thing. Is, yeah. I, is I think there's there's so much property and there's so much so many characters that all have room to breathe that can that can be engaging and fun yeah. and quippy and yeah. witty and fill all the fill all those spots that Tony Stark did that I feel like if you already, if you already become a greatest hits band, like that, oh, that, yeah. that, that feels to yeah. me like I'm with, you. I, I don't want to see Chris Evans or Robert Downey Jr. for five to seven years
0: because in a, in that a Marvel
1: movie, right? Right. Just because I think, I think bringing them back is a sign that you are running out of ideas. And you're the fucking house of ideas, motherfucker. Right. Like, yeah. keep me engaged. Without that,
0: right? Just you know, you look at their what's coming down the pipe as far as movies and things like that. You know, it is obviously leaning more towards magic and magic space, and, space and, and that's easy. And that's easy to take Tony Stark out of. So I think right. for the foreseeable future, I don't see them putting in putting him in anything that we know of coming out in the next two to three
1: years. Right.
0: Therefore, I assume five years is probably the mark where they start the next phase, somewhere around there, sure. and we move along. And then I could see him coming back as, as
1: the AI. My only caveat, I would be okay if he comes back as in an AI form in Black Widow.
0: Well, sure, that's because it takes place in the same time. Right, I, I, yeah. I think there's yeah. there's something different there. Yeah. I'm so there. so if
1: that's where he ends up being in, I'm totally not dissatisfied at all. I'd be
0: shocked all. if that was kept secret
1: this long. It <sighs> was rumored
0: at a bunch. Yeah, that's true. A lot of like, stuff was rumored a bunch, though. I guess.
1: Well, a lot of stuff was rumored a bunch, and then it had to be put on ice for a year, and That's then true. we got so much other shit to think about that. Yeah. Like, I think, I think if he shows up in that, it actually might have been served justice because we've all already heard that story, forgotten that story, and then right. moved on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that I, I, I actually think the logical cameo in that is Tony Stark In Black Widow. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's probably a Tony Stark, maybe a Hawkeye. Oh sure, I
0: would assume um, almost certainly a Hawkeye, at least some kind of reference, if nothing else. Oh,
1: for sure, for sure. Um, you know, maybe we'll finally see what happened in Budapest. I was going
0: to say I couldn't. I can imagine something along those lines. So, or that's where the that's where the movie starts, type shit. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I don't know. I, who knows? Um, well, someone knows. <laughs> right. We'll know soon. I'm. Uh, I just for some reason I hadn't thought of Black Widow for a little while, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's that's a thing. That's coming out still. Yeah, I, we still
1: got it. I still don't understand why it's pushed back to July, if also being a Disney Plus premiere. Like, that... Makes no sense. That shit bugs me. Stay in May, then. Like, your big announcement should have been, we're going to double-dip theater and, like... But if you're going to double-dip, what? I don't know. Like... I don't even... I know. I I just don't think... Maybe I'm speaking for myself, and I could be totally wrong. But, like, I just don't see anyone being uncomfortable going to the movie theater at the end of May all of a sudden being comfortable early July. I'm with you there. Like I'm I think we've there. kind of reached the point where yeah. now we're a year into this pandemic I think people kind of have have drawn the lines mm-hmm. for how they feel about it and I don't I, I think the people that are still total shelter in place are probably just kind of always going to be. Yeah, that's kind of what they are now. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I th- like I think you just become afraid of things. Yeah. Which is what. Hey, I'm, I'm not here to say I'm I'm all for anyone doing whatever right. the fuck they want. Right. I'm just saying from a business standpoint. Right. Like, I don't. I I think by late May, which is when the premiere was supposed to be, at that point the vaccine rollout is <clears throat> fucking rolled out. Right. You know, like I I think, I think whatever version of safety from this virus is going to exist, will exist by late May. Totally. That, and I, I would totally understand the move if it was like, we're sticking only to fucking theaters, so we want to push it back in the hopes. Right. That's fine. Right. But you're doing theaters and Disney Plus, totally. motherfucker. Totally. And I'll tell you right now, I, if it would have been released only in theaters in May, I would have gone to the theater in May. Disney Plus and theaters in July. I'm probably watching it at home. Right, me too. Me too. I'm more than likely I, I'm really, paying thirty bucks to watch it at home. Right. At home. I'm really afraid. Not afraid. I don't you know. Unless I, unless I just am really hungry to go to the theater, which I do love going to the theater. Yeah. But I don't know what else is coming out in July that maybe something else will be there. like. I still gotta wait till fucking November for Ghostbusters. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Don't get me started.
0: We'll get there. We'll get there. Ugh. We're gonna do a we're gonna do a party at the store for it. Don't worry, oh, don't worry. That's, he's all, It's all gonna work out, baby. baby it's all gonna work out perfect now. Yeah. Um, I'm I, I've talked about this before on here. I'm I'm worried's the wrong word, but I, I feel that Black Widow is gonna suffer regardless of when and where it comes out now. Totally. Because from the same thing, Wonder Woman '84 and New Mutants and all the other stuff, they gets getting pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed. Uh, your expectations are never going to be met because just when it gets pushed, it, you want it a little more. You want it a little sure. more. So you're never going to – if you've waited that long for something, I don't care what it is. Has it ever been like, yes, 100%. I waited 15 years for this band to put out another album. It came out. Nope. It You know,
1: great single, great sec- – eh. Ask me in November when I see Ghostbusters Afterlife. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Because that's the one... Like, that. that is but the... But, but the, that's the, the, the movie that
0: can break my heart. Sure. But you answered the question. At this point, you have not seen That's my point. You know, Right. It's that much anticipation is not good for anything like that. Because you're not going to live up to it.
1: Well, here's the advantage. That Marvel has positioned itself not at, like... I'm trying to think of how to say this. Um, for, for lack of better language, Black Widow is not a movie it's a chapter in a much larger story okay because Marvel has positioned itself that Mm -hmm, way mm -hmm. any movie they release is not a standalone movie it is automatically not right Eternals hasn't come out yet it's the first movie of anything like it it's not a standalone movie right Right. it's it's chapter thirty fucking six of this thing right so I think you're totally right that it it's pushback hurts it but i also think the anticipation for it was was quelled by wandavision and falcon and winter soldier and next loki that i don't think there is a i don't think there is an unhealthy expectation for it because we've seen more chapters of that story right yeah, yeah. so like what we're about to get is a 2 hour episode of the marvel saga that follows um Natasha Romanoff. Right. You know, right. like that's what we're about to get. And because we've gotten these other things, I think it's still going to fit pretty seamlessly. I think what hurts it more than anything is that it came out after we already know that character's dead. Right. I think the fact that it comes out as an epilogue to her story, right. That fucking hurts it. Right. If right. that movie came out before Endgame, yeah. I would yeah. feel infinitely different. So, in, you but know, I like, and, and that has nothing to do with COVID. That is, that is, a, that is to me, and I will reserve this judgment until that movie's over. That is to me a big misstep on Marvel's part because if this movie was coming out before Endgame, I would have been so fucking stoked to see it. Sure. Pre COVID, I wasn't that stoked for this movie yeah. because I already knew the conclusion to her story. Right. Like, I feel right. like that's a fail. Right. Like, that shit should have come out instead of, well, I guess you needed Ant-Man and the Wasp because you needed that, yeah. that fucking post credit scene. But, it like, it needed to come out that summer that Ant-Man and the Wasp did. So,
0: let me ask you this. In, like, five years, when, you know, this... When uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s back? When this phase is over and, and, and RDJ comes back, um, when you go to the theaters and they have the, let's sit down and watch all 45 of these motherfuckers now or whatever it's going to be, what order does this... black? Do you watch Black Widow in the order it should have came out in? Where it would make more sense to the overall arcing story? Or do you put it in in the years it came out to watch them chronologically, chronologically as order of released or... And it's a dumb question. It's nothing major. It's not, it's not it's, a dumb question. But it kind
1: of changes the way you perceive things. It's a great things. question. It's the, it's the its... same question that we've asked a million times with Star Wars. Sure. It's not a dumb question. Sure. It's a very valid question. I think. It, it, but I don't think I can answer it until I see Black Widow. That's fair. And I think of it as someone
0: who's never seen this stuff. As they come into it new. Right. It would change the way they kind of look at everything going forward. How they viewed... A When they saw this movie. A hundred percent. You know what I mean? If they saw it when it was supposed to come out originally... And then you go see WandaVision. Not that it affects those movies, but it changes it the tone of it things. It
1: affects the story. It does. Right. Right. It's the same reason. Like I, I said this a couple of weeks ago. I think the biggest thing that hurts Falcon and Winter Soldier is that it came out immediately following WandaVision. Mm-hmm. And it was originally intended. Falcon and Winter Soldier was supposed to be the first Marvel property on Disney+. Plus. Right. Last year, we should have gotten... Black Widow, to kick off the summer, mm-hmm. right into Falcon and Winter Soldier. That, like those two things seem to go part and parcel, character-wise, right. storyline-wise, skill-wise. Yeah. Um, that that would impact the way I view it. Just as now that I've experienced WandaVision, it impacts how I watch Falcon and sure. Winter Soldier. right. Because I am more the audience for WandaVision than I am for Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah. And it makes it harder for me to fucking love the thing that I love right now. Yeah. Because I don't love it as much as the thing I saw three weeks ago. Right. It's too soon. Right. You know? Right. I was just thinking of this when I talked about
0: what order to watch them in. Marvel, I don't know if they did it on purpose or not, took away the theater's ability to do that. Oh, yeah. Because now you can't fucking throw the WandaVision in there and, you know, it, it messes. you can't just skip TV shows that are really... Chronologically, part of the entire the, overall thing. They story. ruined
1: it when they launched Disney Plus for well, six and too. a half bucks a month, and that's, you have all of true. those pieces on your well, own. But I would never go to the theater to watch three fucking days worth of content. Exactly, when I could do that on my couch for six and a half dollars.
0: Right. Exactly. exactly. Like they right. they
1: well they also ruined it when they produced three fucking days of content. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, right. like yeah. you can do that with Star Wars, barely. Like you get nine movies, yeah. and that's that's a real like you could do it going into Infinity War, right? Because that was all you had, and boy, that's, that's a lot. real dedication. Yeah, you can't keep doing that. No way. Even taking movie theaters out of it, yeah. you can't do that with twenty movies, man. No. Well, and, you just can't. And then you add TV shows. Now,
0: great. Now you just added eight more hours. <laughs> right. Okay. Now twelve right. more out. You know, of just a you TV just show. Can't. Right?
1: Yeah, do it you can't there's no way and you're not and you're not supposed to no. as a human no. being you are Nazi right like we are not built to binge that much I want right. to feel it right totally you know like right. I, I want it to I want it to hit me I want it to affect me yep. I, I am not I don't <clears> like <throat> I, I've reached a point in my life where it's like I don't like wasting time on something that doesn't either make me smile and bring me joy or engage me and make me feel a thing yeah like yeah. that's that's my two that's, that's the two pieces of criteria
0: perfect transitions for what i want to get into next both bring me lots of joy and make me smile which would you like and they're both well they're both somewhat related to wrestling of course it's wrestlemania it's wrestlemania night Two. Oh, that's right because
1: the peacock is right two days that's of right it.
0: that's right um i thought about you last night i was uh I was gonna think you can watch it now all the time. It's well, right there. well I, I
1: was putting something on. What was I fucking <laughs> watching? I can't remember. I was looking at Peacock for whatever reason uh-huh. yesterday, and I saw I saw the WrestleMania thing. I was like, oh, yep. I guess I have the WWE app. That's now. right. That's right.
0: That's See, weird. Right, back, you can watch all the old school stuff, man. You get right back into it. You get right back into it. You know I will. You should. You got to. Well, they you know they did the Hall of Fame thing. Of course, they do that every WrestleMania. And it was the 2020 Class of Hall of Fame because they didn't really get to do 2020s last year, right? Sure. But it was the NWO. So they had Hulk Hogan there and all those guys, you know, doing their NWO thing, which is great. Hulk they H- still
1: bring out Hulk Hogan?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's he's back on their good graces. I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. He wasn't, uh, yeah, he was out of the mix there for a few years. After, well, I mean,
1: after releasing a sex tape saying uh, racial slurs? Yeah. yeah I yeah. feel like that's not the type. Well, even first du- off, even by w- he
0: didn't release sure. that tape.
1: Even by WWE standards, that seems like a tough thing to come back from, man. It is. That's a, I mean, having a sex tape released is one thing. Mm -hmm. Being caught on tape using that language, and not 40 years ago. No, it wasn't that long ago. Also a thing. I'm with you. I don't get how you rebound from both. I'm not saying he's
0: the same American treasure, obviously, that he was. Reputation gets tarnished when you're banging your buddy's wife on camera. Um,
1: and again, dropping N bombs while doing that's it. True. Like, right. That's true. Which is
0: the weirdest time to drop N bombs. Hey, man. Exactly.
1: How do you come back from that? That's yeah, no, all yeah. I'm saying. Even by WWE standards. I'll tell you even how. Even you, if
0: you're the best. I'll tell you how you do it. You put on a red bandana, you play uh, the fucking Hulk Hogan theme song, I'm a Real American. And. I don't. I. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. Is there
1: anything more American than you, banging your buddy's wife and dropping an end But when that
0: music comes on, if you were a kid during that, you can't help but get it. Just gets you excited that something fun is going to happen. I'm not I, saying it's I, right. I, I I'm still, just telling you. I,
1: I still also feel like it just has to be. It's yeah. It's also knowing your audience. Absolutely. Because like yes, it, Hogan, live audiences were back too. That part Hulk, of Hulk yeah. Hogan is possibly. The most well-known, recognized oh, wrestler, wrestler of, of that of no all doubt. time, no right? Doubt. He's yeah. the he's the the Wayne Gretzky, the Absolutely. Babe Ruth, the Michael Jordan of yep.
0: that. Room. I don't think there's even a conversation right. to be had about that. Okay, but,
1: perfect. Yeah. So we're on the same page there. So he he's he's the goat of that. I say event. that, but now the Rock's a thing. So I, I, I but
0: I don't even know if people even know but, he's a wrestler but, at the but Rock doesn't exactly. You know what I'm saying? He, right. Hulk Hogan was always just.
1: A wrestler. He probably knew he was a wrestler. No matter what he was doing, he was a wrestler. You right. Know I mean? so, right. Anyways. Like that's what all the, all anyways, of the new right. age right. competition used that as a springboard. Yes. yes. He is. He, he is probably the last icon, like global icon wrestler. Because I don't think it'll ever happen again. I think anybody that becomes a global icon that's out of wrestling, who is now an actor. Sure, sure.
0: And will we'll be... Well, he's, and, he's hosting Wipeout. If that's not global phenomenon, then I don't know what is.
1: Well, I'm saying, like, John Cena is... is John Cena's model is The saying. Rock. Yes, I know Right? You're yes. Like, John Cena's goal is to never be remembered as a wrestler.
0: His personal goal. I don't goal. know if that's true. I don't know if that's true. But I would disagree with that. You would? I would. I would. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying he's going to go back to wrestling or anything like that, but I... I I think no, the, he's
1: not trying to distance himself from wrestling. Right. He's trying to be so good at something else sure. that he's not remembered for this. He wants to be remembered for the other thing because he wants to be great at it. It's mm. not. It's not that he wants to throw wrestling under the bus. The I Rock do, okay, never sure. threw wrestling under. the no, bus. no, 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 no. But the Rock was like. But he distanced himself from it. Right. For a while. He was yeah. like, I got better at this thing that's right. going to make me right. more money and give me more notoriety. Right. right. And I think that's what John Cena wants. That's to fair. Do. That's I get that. Whereas I'm, like agree Hulk that. Hogan never wanted. He never aspired. To be the, he, he tried, he acted. He couldn't, he
0: couldn't do it, yeah.
1: Right, but he always acted in Mr. Nanny Hulk Hogan and, roles, yeah, yeah, you know, like yeah. he, he never he wasn't trying to be fucking Dave Batista even. Right. You know, right. like
0: he was You're telling me Tropic Thunder wasn't a stretch for Hulk Hogan? Right. <laughs> he had to ride around in a scarab boat in Tampa Bay oh. wearing uh, a
1: different color bandana than normal. Right. That's that's a stretch, my friend. So so bandanas. coming back to my original point, it's knowing who the audience is for WWE and this is going to come off sounding real denigrating, but it's a reality Uh that let's say Wayne Gretzky gets caught in the same situation. The NHL is not bringing him out and putting him on the ice. Not for 20 years. I don't know not for 20 years. I don't know. Not. I don't know. I don't uh... They're not. Not for 20 years. He yeah. Wayne Wayne Gretzky's not celebrated but, but, until he can't fucking until he's in a wheelchair. Sure, let me If that this comes is out.
0: this is why I think this is well. And I don't think it's right necessarily, but this is why I think wrestling people were more prone to forgive Hulk Hogan. I'm not excusing what he did by any means. But the it was one of those he was taped without his knowledge, kind of things. Not saying it's, I'm not, whoa, 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 whoa. Sure. I'm not sure. saying it's right. Sure. By any means, it's not right. But if you willingly made a sex tape with your best friend's buddy and you got pissed it came out, can't get that upset. If you didn't know you're being taped, I'm not saying the language is, you can't, sure. period, that's fucked up regardless. But there's that little piece of,
1: I'm, it's. I'm not, i not. I don't want to excuse it by any means. But apples to apples. It is. Yeah. If that happens, I don't. Dwayne Gretzky. I'm if that happens, that. I would have said. I would have said Michael Jordan, but he, he's got a different. He's kind of got issues too. Yeah, but and, and he also wouldn't get in trouble. He, he also wouldn't be a piece of shit for dropping the n bomb.
0: Well, no. Um,
1: no. which is it's the combination. It's the amalgamation you're right, you're right. of all no, you're of right, the things. you right. It's I, the I fact ever, that like you're fucking your best friend's right, wife. Right. Now, You're having also being really fucking racist and yucky yes. at the same time, having said they That's welcomed
0: a- him back, they don't all, I mean, a lot of the backstage black people are still very pissed off, and you know, I rightfully so. I'd imagine. I imagine, you know, um, so it's not like they're they're giving him a pass saying, well, all's cool now by any means,
1: but they're still brand- And he doesn't get right. Ra- and, and I'm not saying that they're giving him a, a free pass, I'm just saying, apples to apples, yeah, yeah, if that is. If we can compare the greats of all time, right? If if that if Wayne Gretzky mm-hmm. was banging fucking Mark Messier's wife and dropping n bombs, yeah, the NHL is not bringing his ass out until he's in a wheelchair. It's twenty years at least, and that's because that's like. But when you're talking about if you're if you're in wrestling, if you're a WWE, if you're if you're the big overarching demographic. That language doesn't offend you a ton. Unfortunately, yes. I, you're right. And and so, like, I think the bigger thing that overwhelmingly that audience is concerned about is like, yeah, we got to give him a little bit because he had a sex tape. The language is the afterthought. In that.
0: I, you're right. You're Whereas right. if
1: if that happens in an MLB or an NHL or an NFL audience. Right. The sex tapes not that huge right. of a deal. Right. It's like, eh, all right, man. That's well, fucked. We gotta give it. We gotta get. We gotta admit, distance right. ourselves a little bit. Well, and the problem comes But it's dropping it n bombs. Sure.
0: And I think the way you're it's,
1: not fucking coming back. You're right. Especially in this current fucking climate, man.
0: Right. Like, but having said that, at first that was all talked about. Yes. Since then, it was really just talked about that he sued Gawker or whoever and won. So really, it looks like he was the victim. You know what I mean? And in some ways, he was. Absolutely. And I think that's why people, they see that and they're like, oh, well, he was fucked over. And they ignore what was there. That's, I'm, not, I'm yeah, just telling you. Sure, I, I think that's sure. how people perceive it. Now, having said that, do I love Hulk Hogan? Not nearly like I did as a kid because of... Because you're not a kid. and Because, you, and <laughs> because it's one of those so. things when you see your idols as real people, you realize they're shitty people. People are shitty. Wasn't it he
1: also saying some real shitty things about his daughter during that, too? How could you not? How could you talk about your daughter while you're no, no. fucking somebody? Dude, just whether, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, how are you inside another person and bringing up your daughter?
0: I didn't see the tape. Like, I don't know if that was the case. I but. feel like
1: I heard that. And that's like, again, like that's one of those things where it's like, Ooh. I feel like you're putting me in a <laughs> position to defend Hulk Hogan. <laughs> 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 and I cannot do it. <laughs> Well, this was just asking because I don't. I, I'm just saying I feel like that's something that I heard from a story, that was like, that was like, it seems. It's full. like it's like like look, what he did was
0: terrible, and I I don't even know what we're gonna talk about. I'm talk about fucking WrestleMania. Talk about Hulk Hogan banging his. D- Anyways, we're gonna we're gonna move along. We're gonna move along. Uh, what else? Was, oh, the two things I wanted to get at WrestleMania. I'm loving it. Having great times.
1: So, before you go, so WrestleMania, they're doing two nights. Yes. Is there, like, a badass headline match each night? Or is it, like, warm-up night awesome?
0: Yeah, both are kind of, like, last night the big match was uh, women's title, which was Sasha Banks against Bianca Belair. Tell me, Sasha uh, Banks whooped that ass? She did not. She lost. No. Uh, she was the bad guy. She was the heel. So that was kind of set up that way.
1: But she's in the Mandalorian. I, How I, can she be the heel? I
0: feel like she's going to do some episodes of Mandalorian and can't be around for a while. Okay, I respect um, that. But well, it was what's big about it too. Give me Sasha
1: Banks transitioning first, into a fucking badass acting role.
0: First ever uh, time two female black athletes headlined WrestleMania.
1: Oh, that's dope.
0: So that was a nice little headliner um and there's other uh the the it led off with you know the heavyweight championship and tonight so tonight you got um little roman reigns you got remember you you know your buddy edge right who's 900 years old now have you seen him lately he's back no I lo- i've always liked edge i thought it was fun he looks he's in great shape and he looks good but his face looks like he's a million years old all of a sudden
1: like he's, speaking of that have you seen these pictures of fucking david arquette Coming from Scream? I'm, I'm sorry. i do not. No, please, no I, I don't, no. I, I don't, I don't to, no, But it is attached to wrestling. Yes, it's like, absolutely. I just saw a picture yesterday. Someone saw, it was like a David Arquette promo shots yeah. from the new Scream. Yeah. He's fucking shirtless and cut up like yeah. Jesus on the cross, I knew he was cut up, yeah. He looks haggard as shit yeah, in the face. Bra-
0: yeah, that's probably bra- wrestler like, now.
1: But it's like, whoa, man. It's like, that wrestling life. Clearly. Yeah. Yeah. Got a little Chris Jericho thing going whoa. on. <laughs>
0: That's what's crazy. Like, and maybe it's the same with um, um who the hell did you say? Edge. Uh, no,
1: Chris Jericho. Next, David Arquette. David Arquette.
0: Edge is like a health guy now, right? Uh huh. But looks worse than ever. Like. Maybe they just need some fucking protein because their faces are sunken in.
1: Or maybe they just needed to not get punched in the face a bunch when they were in their 20s and 30s. They haven't been punched in the face for a long time. That's what they look like like now. Sure. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That's years of wear coming out. You you can't de-age that. No, you can't. Like, I think people that didn't do combat sports that become more health conscious later in life, Look pretty look, fucking healthy, si- yeah. But yeah. I think people who made a career of getting their dicks kicked in, yeah. But there's, you can't undo. But all of a sudden you go you, vegan, you, yeah. You, yeah, you yeah. can make a six pack work no matter how old you are if you do enough work. You can't make your face unpunched. It's fun. This is true. It's yeah. true. Um,
0: who wrote that novel, by the way? You can't unpunch. <laughs> um,
1: you can't unpunch a face.
0: You can't unpunch a face. Um, anyways, little. Uh, Obviously, okay, I'm, so I'm tonight says the Edge, I don't even and have big, Roman Reigns. Yeah. Uh, it's a three way: Edge, Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan.
1: Everybody, this everybody the, is saying there
0: should be a big surprise, but no one knows what the big surprise is.
1: Wasn't there this the result of what Royal Rumble? Doesn't the winner of that correct?
0: Or? Yeah, Edge but, won the Royal Rumble.
1: That's right, because yeah. we watched that together. Correct. Correct. So Edge won, so he gets to challenge Roman Reigns. Correct. Why is there a third person? In
0: I there? For, I forget offhand. Is now. there usually? No, no. There was some other. Um, you know, I think Edge and Daniel Bryan had a little beef going on, and maybe Daniel Bryan pinned Edge, so he's like, "Well, why am I not fighting for the title?" I. Pin the number one guy, that kind of thing. You know what I mean? So now it's just a triple threat. Or maybe it's because the Edge
1: can't actually hold the title and they want Roman Reigns to lose, Daniel Bryan has
0: Oh, I would almost guarantee you 100% Edge wins the title, but they don't want Edge beating Roman Reigns. So when you let Edge beat Daniel Bryan, he still wins the title, but he never really pins the champion, and that sets up their feud for longer. Oh, I lost the title, but you didn't beat me. You beat Daniel Bryan.
1: Right, but I feel like Edge, like... This is an old man. Oh yeah, but he's he, freshly, he, they're, he's he newly. Built, they're gonna, they're, they're giving a the
0: belt. I guarantee it. You guarantee think so? One hundred percent, one hundred percent. He might not. It's like a long, not gonna be a long run. But like I can, it
1: seemed like him winning Royal Rumble alone was like that was his gimme. That was that was especially his farewell tour.
0: You get it's the first time you've had live fans in a year and a half. They're gonna give him something. The good guy is gonna win tonight. It, come on, you gotta. the good guys are gonna win you're you're the expert i think the good guys are gonna win tonight it's just how they'll they'll play that out they're gonna send people home happy last night it was postponed for like an hour and a half because of storms in tampa because it's an outdoor event so they people had to seek shelter and i'm getting ready to i was gonna watch it at db's for a little while before i came home i'm like oh postponed for an hour plenty of time
1: no shit (laughs) people had
0: to seek shelter they came back and some of the um the signage had been ripped apart. It's, what was crazy it was, you know, it was at um,
1: that's kind of bad Tampa Bay
0: Buccaneer stadium. Yeah, now they had that big uh, sh- ship out or there and shit. everything. With that big are that pirate ship? Yeah, album. yeah. It had a big pirate ship and had WrestleMania banner all over it. Looked well, it got ripped up, and it actually looked pretty fucking badass because Fuck, it yeah. looked like a pirate ship ripped it up kind of thing. Um, that's bitch. It's kind of cool. Yeah, I mean there was a couple pyro things that didn't work because we kind of wet after sure. that, but. Didn't ruin the show.
1: Still tight. Yeah,
0: yeah. So it was fun, man. Tampa's um, a fun town,
1: man. I like Tampa. Never been. Never. Yeah, been to the airport. I did uh for a couple of years. I had back to back years. I did a professional development in Tampa. Mm-hmm. Cool fucking town. Nice, nice. I'd go back. Nice. I've, I've been to. I've been to a few places in Florida. Most of them I view as like Florida. Yeah. yeah. Tampa was like, oh, this place is pretty fucking cool. All I right. could hang out here. All right, cool. I'm down. I'm down with Tampa.
0: I only have one the little thing. Okay. It's somewhat wrestling related, but not. Okay. But is. The Rock said he will run for the president. Jesus Christ. If fucking the, kill me. If the people want it, The Rock will do it. He'd be honored, he said.
1: <laughs> I fucking can't. I fucking can't with this shit. I, I'm,
0: I don't take no. it that seriously, obviously. No. I, the, well, the thing is, he's smart enough at, to know he's not going to, there's no upside to that. After
1: what we just experienced, yeah. I don't think, I, I I genuinely believe he has a good chance of winning. Oh, I would. Runs. Absolutely. And that's problematic for me. Like, you know who needs to be president? Mm-hmm. Some fucking nerd that no one wants to hang out with. Yeah. Yep. that guy's got to be in charge i don't want someone to charm me yeah i just want someone mm. who's smarter than me and isn't as and isn't shitty or malicious you know or have ulterior motives i just no. i just want a fucking person those people already have good jobs <laughs> right right and they you're don't right. have
0: to be president you're right
1: they don't want to be president it's nope. a it's a real lose-lose for them that's if right. they become president
0: garbage in garbage out that's just what you get oh my
1: God that's right if the rock runs for president
0: Here, oh here's the God. P- take me out to pasture. Let me, t- let me tell you here's I don't even know what um how they calculated this but they said when asked um would you consider voting for the rock in the future you know consider voting for the rock 46 percent of people said yes that's, that's 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 a problem. It's way more than enough to win. That's too many people. <laughs> but let me tell you why I would consider and, voting and, for the and, Rock. And
1: that is not an assessment of the Rock's quality, not at all, not as at a all. person <laughs> or as a leader. That's right. So, like, when I look, when I think about presidents, I think like there. I love many, many people in this world. I don't believe that I know anybody that I would vote for to be president of this country. Sure. I don't think there's a human that I know personally that I want to run the country. Right. And I love the people in my life. I adore them. There are people that I would die for right. that I wouldn't vote for. Absolutely not. <laughs> like, not, hard. Right. Nope, right. not Not in a mm-hmm. million. And I put myself in that camp.
0: Hell yes. Like yes. I, I think that's what often gets lost in the conversation. I would never even consider that job.
1: Right. That wouldn't like, even it, No. It, it often gets lost in the conversation mm-hmm. when people are talking about politics. And they're like, oh, fucking this guy is doing this terrible thing. Yes, I will criticize leaders all day long because they are trying to lead me and it's my right to, that's to right. criticize them that's right. but i am mm-hmm. fully fucking aware that i would not do a better job i am not the person for that job right. that is not my goddamn skill set that's right
0: having said all that <laughs> think about this for one moment if the rock is president we could easily ban vin diesel <laughs> <laughs>
1: That is the only platform Brandon's voting on. Yep. yep. I, I, there is nothing that would make me happier than if, if The Rock runs for president and we get fortunate enough to get another debate at Wash U so like great. we did in 2016. Yeah. We're definitely camping out to get tickets. Abandoned and doing, evil signs. Doing whatever we can yeah. for you to get on the mic in the debate and be like, okay. Yeah. So... Uh, Mr. The Rock Johnson, right, right. If <laughs> if elected, what would you do about Vin Diesel? About the
0: overwhelming Vin Diesel issue uh, affecting this country,
1: <laughs> right.
0: sir? As, it's coming. Th- it's coming as, through our iTunes. It's right. coming through our TVs. What are you going to do about this? As you are aware,
1: we have a we have a Vin Diesel pollution That's situation. Right. We, That's right. It, 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 he's polluting every aspect of our yeah. entertainment industry. That's right. And what are you prepared to do for me, Mr. President? That's right. To That's to right. to to eliminate that That's right. issue, I you you walk, you walk up to say, uh, "Excuse me, yeah. Brandon Forrest here, single issue voter here, <laughs> and that issue is what are we gonna do about Vin Diesel? I don't I don't give a shit about any war yeah. or any yeah. economy. Yeah. I'm a single issue voter, yeah. and that yeah. issue is strictly <laughs> Vin Diesel's career. Yeah. And are you willing to end it uh, with legislative yeah. action? We're focusing on climate control. Yeah, Vin Diesel is pollution." <laughs>
0: I, I mean, I would have an answer for everything.
1: Um, uh, he
0: is. <laughs> I think that's a wonderful. He's got my vote. I mean, obviously.
1: It, oh, well, he's got your vote if he's willing to take legislative action against Vin Diesel having a career. In I don't
0: world. know of another sitting or soon to be president that would even consider taking action against this man. So this is the only shot. You I'm know, you're have. not wrong. I'm going to have. You're it. not wrong.
1: Yep. Speaking of horrible things. <laughs> um. <laughs> Um, so, so last night Libby went to go, uh, hang out with a friend for a little bit, have dinner. So, so I'm alone with the girls. So we, Uh we have a little daddy daughter date night, which we, we, like usually about once a month, Libby will go out with some friends and we'll, and we'll do this. It's always wonderful. Look forward to it every time. We order Chinese. So what time they get Chinese? So it's more we order Chinese. We watch a movie. Perfect. Right. It's always their choice for movies. Um, and historically it'll be like. Whatever's newest on Disney+. Plus, Like last one we did was like Raya and the Last Dragon, which is a wonderful fucking movie. I adored it. I could spend the next 30 minutes talking about how much I loved Raya and the Last Dragon. I won't, but I could. So last night, it's our monthly daddy-daughter date night. We're the Chinese. Um, I don't know anything that's coming out right Mm -hmm. now. So it's like, I'll just go to Netflix. We'll go to the kids section. If only you had a podcast where you talked about upcoming events and things like that. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, yes. Yeah, but our podcast unfortunately has really failed to manifest yeah. good children's yeah. programming. Yeah. Actually, it hasn't because again, Raya, Chef's Kiss, nice. that movie was fucking nice. dope. Um, but so we're, uh, I was like, oh, I'll, I'll just go to Netflix. I'll scan through the kids' movie section, pick the first thing that comes up to them. They see the Woody the Woodpecker mm-hmm. from 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't it didn't register for me in 2017? But as a kid, I very much liked Woody the Woodpecker cartoons. Thought they were fucking fun. Um, And, like, I don't ever go into a kid's movie, unless it's a Pixar movie, expecting it to be awesome. Like, every Pixar movie I expect to cry in love. Mm -hmm. Because that's my market. But every other kid's movie, I expect it to be harmless fun. You know, I expect a movie that's like, yeah, maybe you give me a couple chuckles and a couple of cute moments, but... You're going to be in one ear and out the other. Woody the Woodpecker from 2017 is quite possibly the worst film I've ever seen. <laughs> By every measurable method. It's all animated, correct? No. Oh, shit. Okay. It's a live action. Like a Yogi the Bear kind of thing? Yes. Okay. It's a live action film with a CGI woodpecker brought in. Okay. There is not a single name or voice in that cast that you will recognize. Okay. okay. Um, wow. And I understand it's the last why. time they picked a movie because I don't think there is a person that would have signed on for it. Um, like, and and again, and watching, I I never have, with the exception of Pixar, I never have high expectations for sure. for a movie night picked by five year olds, right. But I always expect to at worst be entertained. Right. Know, it's like it's gonna be 90 minutes. That's like gonna be whatever. You know, I'll probably check the score to the hockey game a couple of times. They'll probably have a couple of cute endearing moments and a couple of moments that are just really fucking funny because they just throw them into a kid's movie. Right. right. This had none of it. Just really awful. Just I I cannot remember the last movie that I watched. That had this few redeeming qualities. Actually, I can. What Women Want, starring Helen Hunt and Mel Gibson, was the last movie that I watched that had this few redeeming qualities. Wow. Wow. Even some of the, you know,
0: a lot of the times when they're so bad, they can become good. Totally. Right. That's not one of these.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Southland Tales. Sure. A movie that I've spoken to at length on this. I love that movie. It's a bad movie. But I love it. It's so bad that it's entertaining as shit. Right. Right. This is just bad for bad sake. There's nothing entertaining about its badness.
0: Um for, of course, first thing when you say Woody Woodpecker, you think of, you know. Uh, uh, right. uh, uh, and I don't know why this popped in my head, but with the exception of like, say, a SpongeBob, I can't think of cartoons used to have that hook. Like you For knew, sure. You know. For sure. When, Lo- when Looney Looney Tunes came on, you know, you know, you know, you, know, you, you knew that song What's right away. Back? Right. Bum, bum, it always bum, bum, had bum. Bum. The intro, the outro, y- y- Bugs Bunny. I know what's coming up next. I know this is whatever. I I, I, I mean, not that it matters, but I still love that. That was like... I, I don't think... If you were in the bathroom taking a piss and that came on, you got five seconds, buddy. Right. You better get out there.
1: Well, I, I think that comes from how differently we consume television. Don't, I don't think kids' television creators mm-hmm. respect the audience very much, very often. I think there's great kids programming, but the great <coughs> kids programming is produced by people that grew up loving kids programming, right. and typically they're making it for adults that love yeah. kids programming. Yeah. Like, right. I think about like the best as a dad, some of the best shows that I have watched with my kids mm-hmm. that like I thought were really good, Gravity Falls. Mm-hmm. I fucking love Gravity Falls. But again, that was clearly meant like, and I'm sure eight to 10 year olds love it, but it's very much for like people like me that grew up loving cartoons. Right. Um, Bluey is great. That's actually probably the best current example Okay. of like that works. It has a little, the um, yeah, you will appreciate, actually, this is, I'm, I'm happy we get to talk about Bluey for a minute, um. <laughs> For any parents listening, Bluey, which is on Disney Plus, is it's the new Mister Rogers. Okay, like you know how Mister Rogers became Daniel Tiger. Mm -hmm. Daniel Tiger's still wonderful, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And it still does its job, but like that—that's still kind of for us, you know. It's carrying on our legacy. Yeah, Bluey is one hundred percent for the kids. It's a new thing. Um, It's made in New Zealand, and it's like a family of dogs. Okay. Bluey's dad is the best television. Te- like it does such a good job just teaching lessons and being entertaining as, as Mr. Correct. Rogers did. It is, it is that I love that my kids love it. Good. But the best part is the opening, the opening track was like, you know, it's the family of, of dogs and it's just like a real simple, the theme song is like, and the whole family's dancing. But, every t- but it's like a musical chairs type thing. So it's like, And then when it stops, they're supposed to stop dancing. But like the first one, one of them will stop dancing. And then right. shot like, Mom! And then she's out and the other three dance. And it goes until the very end. When that theme song starts, my kids will fucking sprint from wherever to dance along to it yeah. and try to not get out. Oh, gotcha. And watching it is like, That's cool. Fuck yeah, that's man! Cool. That's that's, cool. that's how I grew up on cartoons, yep. and it's fucking tight to watch yep. with my kids. I know
0: I'm sitting there thinking that, I'm like, oh, I don't remember any theme songs that were, you know, popping my head for new stuff. But then I'm like, well, pretty sure fucking Baby Shark just topped the charts the other day or right. last week or whatever. That goddamn thing. It's is everywhere. probably
1: because your kids 21. It's possible, and you haven't watched yeah. a kids cartoon yeah. in fucking yeah. 15 years. Yeah,
0: yeah, unless. Uh, um, g Easy is doing the theme song. I don't think Noah's going <laughs> to listen to this. You and know, even then, it's a tough you know, sell. You know, that old g Easy soundtrack for Sesame Street and El- the new Elmo show. Yeah. No.
1: Okay. Of, did you watch uh, SNL last night?
0: I have not. I have not. I got it on the record.
1: Okay. It's relatively forgettable. Is it? I, I um, have felt that about the last couple. Yeah. You know, Nothing great,
0: that. nothing terrible, a good skit here or there. This but was the made. first
1: one that... Even weekend update was fine. Yeah. Like like yeah. usually, even on a forgettable episode, weekend update gets me laughing. Yeah. This one weekend update had a couple of bits that were like okay, but yeah. there was nothing in this episode that got me fucking going. There were a couple sketches that I think were good that I'll leave okay. out because you haven't okay. watched them yet. Yep. Um, but the reason this camp is Kid Cuddy is the musical yeah, guest, sure. And they did like a digital short. And one of, one of the highlights of that episode, it's like the third or second, the second or third sketch where they always put in digital shorts, mm-hmm. um, was Kid Cudi, Pete Davidson, and Chris Red rapping about the tiny flute sound that they put in rap songs. Yeah. And, and, and it had me, th- when you were talking about G Easy doing a kid's sure. thing, it had me thinking about that tiny <laughs> ass flute sketch.
0: <coughs> I like it. I like it. That, I'm going to check it out tonight for sure. Yeah. You'll enjoy it. Cool. That's all I got, man. You got anything else? No, man. We're good. All right. Thanks, guys. Peace.